That is right. We are getting ready for a long, hot summer, and we should be together with your feet up on the dashboard now. All right, Arizona, get ready this weekend. We are expecting our first triple digits of the year. We are going to hit 102 this Saturday. So what a better way to have a podcast than talk about how to keep cool. Listen, we're only the first week, first uh week and a half into May, and um, it has been a hot, it's been, I mean, it's been a great spring, don't get me wrong, thousands and thousands of people here in Arizona, but we are getting ready for triple digits, and that's going to be by May 13th, 14th. So, what can we do to stay cool? First, I am your host, Jason Grandin with the Grandin Group, Arizona's number one brother and sister real estate team. I got to tell you, it has been an incredible, incredible year. And so we're really fortunate to have the things that are going on happen. Since um, I know many of you that listen to this, you know we handle Maricopa County, Scottsdale, Phoenix, Paris Valley, Glendale. Plus, we handle Flagstaff, Prescott, Prescott Valley, Mayor, Sedona, Cornville, and a lot of the cities up north. And I'll tell you what, we absolutely love it. And I'll tell you what, starting this weekend, you can bet other people are going to love it because... While we're uh, smoking down here at 102, it's going to be a nice, cool 82, 83 degrees in the northern part of the state. Okay, so what's been going on lately? Well, you know what? I know we've seen interest rates climb, and I've had emails, and I told everybody I would talk about it on this podcast about interest rates climbing. And is it affecting the market? Well, no. It's crazy. I, I, you know what? I wish I could explain it to all of you. And um, it's something my sister and I have been doing for a long time. I really wish there was a little magic ball that says, oh, we're going to crash, which we're not. And interest rates have climbed above uh, 6%, 5.5%, 6%. And it's, it's crazy. We are still selling stuff with bidding wars and everything else. Now, will it affect the market? Yes, obviously, that will affect the market. And I do think the Fed's raised the rate too soon. But with that said, the people that are mostly affected are the homes that are generally under six hundred thousand bucks. Reason being, it moves your payment up about five six hundred dollars from a month and a half ago. So somebody who could buy a house with a three percent interest rate at six hundred thousand bucks—that's roughly eighteen hundred. Now you're looking at thirty six hundred, so uh, thirty five hundred. So yeah, it's knocked some people out, and you're starting to see a few more homes on the market, but they are not sitting. So the, um, the trend in Arizona here, we're seeing people move here every day. Rental prices are out of control. It is ridiculous for rent. And home prices, you know, you, you can still cheaper to buy than uh, rent. And I know many of you don't want to hear this, or some of you young ones probably don't remember this, but rates are still historically low. So with that said, when there's a will, there's a way. It's still better to buy. And Arizona is a hot, hot hot spot. I know in some of the last podcasts we've talked about how to keep your community up and keep it going and everything there. You have to get involved in the local community stuff. Go to chamber meetings. Go to city council meetings. I know everybody has their life and they're busy and they don't want to do a whole bunch of extracurricular things, but I'm telling you, 
These things, despite the interest rates climbing, have a direct effect on your home values. So if you want to keep those home values going, you have to get involved in the community. Um, you don't have to get involved with everything. Just pick something you like and uh, you know, kind of stick to it and fight it out. Uh, but anyways, with the, with the rates here, it's, it's still a good market. Arizona is a hot market. We're seeing a lot of people come into the state. And this is weird this year. And my wife actually mentioned it. We're seeing a lot of snowbirds not leaving. This is great. Um, so they they probably sold their houses from where they're at, and they're just making the choice to stay in Arizona longer. We are open. This state is growing. There's mass construction going on. You're seeing a lot of new buildings, tons of new restaurants coming up, and yes, the employment uh, is picking up. So good things are happening. Arizona is still one of the best spots in the country to live. I love it. I'm from out here. I can't help it. And, um, it's just been a great place. My sister actually bought a place up in Prescott, and she loves it. Besides the fact it's always cooler, it's it's like a brand new, brand new city just being built. There's so much stuff happening, and they've got a really good vibe, and they're really doing some positive things up there. So now's a good time to buy, regardless of what they say. Do not sit there and let someone talk you into the market crashing or whatnot. Real estate is still your safest investment. Think about it. If you buy a house, you need a place to live. Would you rather pay three grand a month for rent or three grand a month and own it? So it's, it's kind of an easy decision. If you need a lender, we've got some great lenders out there. We're more than happy to help you out. All right. So another thing we want to get to this week is some of the marketing. And I've been getting emails on this. So, and first of all, thank you to everybody that listens to this show. Every week increases. And um, I'm, I'm, I get emails from people. I'm like, who's this? And, and they're all from out of state. So that's kind of cool that we get to um, have that kind of reach. But so here's one of the things as far as marketing. So I had a, a call this past week, and this gentleman wants to list his home. That's fine. That's what we do with the Grandin Group, Arizona's number one brother and sister real estate team. And But our motto is we're full-time agents for your full-time life, and our job is to market and work for you. You don't work for us. We work for you, and we know that. So you're the employer. Gentleman calls, wants to have his house listed. So I do some research on the house, and I tell him, hey, you know, Mr. Seller, your house is worth $450. Now, we get the numbers from these things called comps, comparables of other houses that have sold. So with that said, in this market, you kind of throw those out the window. In a regular market, his house is worth $450. In this market, it's probably worth about $550. So we tell him, hey, in a normal market, personally, we'd price it probably $480. Let's put it on the market, and you never, never, never let your realtor put a house on the market without having pictures, flyers, signs, virtual websites, and everything. I don't care what market it is. Those of you that hire somebody and that stuff's not getting done, you are missing out on thousands and thousands of dollars. The other thing, uh, the aerial views. Make sure you get an aerial view done. I don't care which house it is. I don't care if it's a mobile home. It's going to give you an extra ten dollars to $15,000 guaranteed. Any agent that tells you different is not doing his job. So this guy calls and he wants to list his house. So I tell him four eighty. dollars He's like, all right. I had another agent call and he said we should post it at seven. And I went through the numbers with him and so forth. So he agreed to put it on at four eighty, dollars And the other agent was just way out there. So we told him, we'll get you a higher number uh, than the 480 with our marketing. 
All right. So a couple days goes by. He calls and he's like, listen, this guy calls. It's, it's a friend of a friend. I really got to push it on the market. But I got to let my friend do it. So I'm like, we understand. We let him have it back. He puts it on the market at 700000 It sits. Three weeks goes by. It sits. Almost a month goes by. It sits. So finally, he calls and he's like, Jason, what, what do we do? So I, And I told him. I went through the whole thing with him again saying, hey, this is where we think it should be and so forth. You're going to get a higher number, but you know, 700 people are not going to pay a ridiculous amount of money. Now, with that said, they did have offers, and the offers were in the high fours. So, and, oh, this is what really gets me. The realtor that they hired uses iPhone pictures. Now, iPhones take good pictures, but not the kind of pictures you want to sell your house. So, the realtor lets him out of his uh, contract with him. We get it going again, and we list the house at 480. We get all the marketing stuff done. We get it out on the internet. Place is beautiful. We don't let anyone see it. We do an open house, 26 showings. Seven offers, 580. He is happy. Cash close, super happy. And we had all these people through here, and we have some other buyers out of it that are looking for houses. So it's a win for us. It's a win for him. It's not a win for the agent that overpriced his house by 200000 thinking that one of you are going to be not watching or smart enough to realize that, wow, why would I pay 300000 more for a house? So there's just little things. you got to interview the agents. And I tell you on every podcast, reach out to your agents, feel them out, let them know your goals, and find out their goals. And the other thing is, and this is this is actually kind of funny, and I know some of you are going to shake your head and say, no way. But there are agents out there that do not have any money. So you'll give them a listing on your house, and they don't have money to order photos, which are about $400 to $1,000 a whack. They don't have money for single property websites, about 50 bucks. They don't have money to market it. Send out postcards to the neighborhood, a couple hundred bucks depending on the size of the neighborhood. These are things you need to ask. Bottom line is real estate is a consumer business. You're the consumer, whether you're Mr. Buyer, Mr. Seller, Mrs. Mrs. Seller, Buyer, whatever it may be, you guys are the consumer and us realtors, we're your employees. So just some things to watch out for. And I do appreciate the email I got from uh, this guy in Oklahoma. He said, thanks for giving me some tips on the, on the realtors, what to look for. There's some great realtors out there. There are some really, really great realtors. So with that said, interview them. Make sure the marketing program is top-notch, and let them market your house before it hits the market. I'm telling you, you're going to be happy. It's not being greedy. You're going to get more money for your house. So if you guys have questions, reach out to Jason or my, uh, my sister, Stacy. We're the Grandin Group, Arizona's number one brother and sister real estate team. Now, for the summer, I'm going to give you a couple tips on keeping cool when you come to Arizona. So you're going to love it. It's going to be 102. We're in for a long, hot summer, like the song at the beginning said. And so some tips to keep cool. Okay, I didn't believe this at first, but 8 o'clock, okay, so APS, which is one of our public utilities out here, they have a program where you can utilize your utilities at a lower rate from, let's say, 7 till 9 a.m., and then it goes to peak rates. So when you get home around, uh, you know, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock before you go to bed, you're winding down for the night, shut the blinds, shut the curtains, make sure the windows are shut. 
kick that air down to about 74 degrees, have your fans on, let it roll through the night. It's going to be chilly in the morning when you get up. You can even kick it down farther if you want. So kick it down, you know, 73, 74, whatever it is. Let it chill out. Now, before you go to work at 8 a.m., don't open the windows, leave the blinds shut, Turn, keep the fans on. Your animals are going to stay cool. Your house will stay cool during the day until it's time to kick it back on the next night. You're going to save roughly 25 or 30% on your utility bills so you don't have that clear up and down on it. And I'll tell you what, it works. I didn't believe it, but it works. Unless, of course, you can get solar. Buy solar. Do not lease solar panels. If you're going to buy it, if you want solar, buy them. Take out a loan, take a loan through the company, whatever it is. It's much easier to sell your house with owned solar than it is leased. Uh, the other thing, for those of you who get a pool, now, weekends come around, you know, you're just hanging out. If you want to take the absolute best nap ever, go out into the yard, jump in the pool, swim around for a little bit, you get a little sunburned. Go inside, shut the blinds, get that ceiling fan going, lay on the couch, no blanket necessary because you'll be nice and chilled, and I guarantee you'll take the best nap. I want to hear about it this weekend. So if you're coming out to Arizona, bring your suits, bring your uh, your grill items, bring the hot dogs, the hamburgers, because we are approaching Memorial Day weekend. Not this weekend, but it's coming up. Also my birthday. And uh, it's barbecue season, folks. So let's get out there, and it's going to be a long, hot summer, so let's enjoy it. Listen, any questions, reach out to me, Jason Grandin with the Grandin Group, uh, or you can reach out to my sisters up in the Prescott, Flagstaff area. And we uh, look forward to hearing from you. Again, thanks so much for listening. Without you, this podcast wouldn't exist. I'm Jason Grandin with The Grandin Group. You can reach us at www.thegrandingroup.com or reach us at the phone number below. You guys have a great, great weekend. Stay cool. Next podcast within seven days. We'll have another one to you. And uh, again, thanks for listening, The Grandin Group. And you have listened to Arizona Real Estate Showcase. We'll talk to you guys soon.